Welcome to Baromag Interviews. This is your host, Leonardo Calcano. I'm Ray Daniels with the Cicerone Certification Program. I'm the founder and director. Excellent. Uh, we um, test and certify uh, beer experts at uh, four levels of expertise. So tell me, what did, what did it come from, the uh, Cicerone uh, Academy? Um, so in the, the, this whole program really grew out of my experience as a, a, as a consumer um, getting being served bad beer and getting bad beer service. Okay, good. <laughs> And uh, at some point realizing that uh, brewers were making uh, a lot of really good beer, uh, but that beer was either being uh, damaged or, or poorly represented on its way to the consumer. And so the consumer really wasn't able to enjoy uh, that great beer uh, to the level that, uh, that they possibly, you know, the best level that they could. So the idea of, of Cicerone was to uh, help uh, everybody who sells and serves beer to do a better job of presenting good beer to the consumer. So how, how does it go, the courses? How, I mean, what's the from A to B, can you tell sure. us the, the beginning? Sure. So uh, there's four levels. Uh, first level is certified beer server. This is really intended for anyone and everyone who, uh, for whom beer is part of their job. Uh, so it's uh, waiters, waitresses, bartenders, uh, tour guides, uh, uh, truck drivers that deliver beer, uh, anybody that just needs to know the basics of uh, beer quality, beer presentation, uh, stuff like that. Um, and that's a pretty simple uh, education process. Our training course is, uh, we have an online training course that's six to eight hours, and then um, the exam is a 30-minute exam. So, okay, and it's online. For, the first level can be done all, entirely online. Uh, Second level is called Certified Cicerone. This is the first level at which someone gets to use the title of Cicerone, call themselves a Cicerone. And for Certified Cicerone, this is we really consider this to be um, a full-time beer professional, uh, someone who works in beer all day, every day. Uh, that's their primary responsibility. And so these people need to know a lot more about uh, draft systems, um, how draft systems work, how to balance them, how to troubleshoot them, uh, how to clean them properly, uh, what all of the pieces of uh, draft equipment are so they can understand any draft system when they walk in. Uh, they need to understand beer styles uh, comprehensively, um, what uh, the attributes of the styles are and what they taste like. Uh, they need to have a good knowledge of basic beer off flavors. Um, not only what they are and how you might describe them, but they need to actually be able to identify them in a taste test. Um, they need to understand the basics of brewing uh, and brewing process and how changes to the brewing process might change flavor of a beer. And they have to have some basic knowledge in pairing uh, beer with food. Okay. And uh, all that knowledge is assessed in a four-hour exam uh, three hours of written, and then there's about 45 minutes for the tasting exam, and then there's a short oral uh, examination as well. And uh, there's about 4,000 people in the world who've passed the certified Cicerone. The second, uh, the second one. Second level, right? There's more than 100,000 that have passed the first level, right? Uh, so wow. as I said, that's the broad, broad base. So is it's the it's going to like the wine, pretty much like the wine. You know, you go more, you go on the top, more it goes. Right, the narrow, narrow it gets, right. Yeah. So Certified Cicerone really is, like, as, as I say, we consider that to be like a full-time beer professional, somebody that 
as a as a business owner, uh, whether it's a brewery, bar, restaurant, or whatever, if you have a certified cicerone, you can you should be able to trust that that person knows enough about beer that they're not going to embarrass you. Right? And you can bring any kind of fear that they're going to really pair you in anything like that. Yeah, yeah you know, they should be I, I like squid. What kind, of, what kind of beer goes with squid? With squid? Yeah. Depends on how you prepare it. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that's it. I knew I was, I, I, I talked too fast. I knew that. Um, and then the, the third level is advanced Cicerone, uh, which is more in-depth uh, on all of those subjects. And that's a one full day exam, includes more oral uh, examination. And then the top level is Master Cicerone, and that is a two full days uh, examination. Eight hours of written, four hours of uh, oral exam, and then eight tasting panels. Um, there's about 40 or 50 beers that they get tested out on. Uh, today, there are only about 120 advanced Cicerones, and there are 18 master Cicerones. So what does a master Cicerone does? What does, does, does he know? Uh, what do you want to know about beer? That's pretty much, he knows pretty everything. Pretty much, it is, it is pretty comprehensive. And I'll tell you, if you want to know uh, what these folks know at each one of these levels, if you go to our website, cicerone.org, um, once you create an account uh, and log in, you can go to... Um, the page for each one of these levels and download the syllabus okay. and the syllabus is an outline format uh, presentation of what we test on those exams so for the master Cicerone the syllabus in outline form is 23 pages long okay. so there's chapter and verse in there of what we expect them to know and then of course for master well you know Sometimes we write questions that are not entirely covered by the syllabus. So, so tell me, um, is, this, is this to be a Cicerone for a lot of group, group pop stuff like that? Is it like a like a marketing strategy for them? It's like, here certified Cicerone, we know you're gonna you come here, and this is the best place for you to come and drink your beer. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, and there's a component of operations and there's a component of marketing, right? Um, Certainly, there are lots of bars and restaurants that have all their servers do certified beer server and they print out the certificates and they put them in frames and they put them up on the wall. Um, or, and they have everybody wear their, their badge or their pin yeah. on their work uniform. Uh, they might even have a note uh, in their menu that most of our servers are you know, certified beer servers, uh, check your servers, lapel, whatever. Um, so that's the PR part. Um, the operations part is you have a certified Cicerone on staff, he understands beer styles, he understands beer flavors. He can create your, your pairings uh, for food and beer. He can train uh, the staff and supervise the staff. Uh, he can curate your beer list. So you don't have to have 120 taps uh, to have a nice selection of beers. You can have a nice selection of beers with 30 taps. You have right? the perfect the one for your food and everything you need. Right, exactly. And a, a range of flavors so that anybody who walks in the door is going to see a couple of beers. They're like, yeah, that's that's a really good beer. That's, that's what I'm going to have. Um, So that's kind of the ideal uh, configuration in a restaurant is uh, at least one certified Cicerone and then the servers are all uh, at least certified beer servers. So what, how big is the market of, uh, you know, for, your, for your company you know, to certify uh, like the first level of uh, Cicerones? Right. Well, you know, and we've been around 11 years now and we've done about 120,000 certified beer servers. And it's growing, level. I guess it's growing. That's, that's globally. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So, and, and we're, you know, we're expanding uh, internationally at this point. We're seeing significant growth rates in Latin America, uh, Europe, Asia. 
uh, right now all of those areas uh, are growing very rapidly. Was it important for you to go outside uh, to the U.S. to get a bigger market for you? Um, because the U.S. is pretty much a big market. Right, right. Well, right. North America is a, uh, is a big market. Uh, we've done full translation for Latin America. So we've got the new world uh, well covered. Mm -hmm. um, the main reason we've gone into other markets is because people invited us. People called us and said, hey, we want to use your program. Will you come and teach a class? Will you come and run an exam? And once we run one exam, we're kind of committed. We yeah. kind of have to go back and do it again. But eventually what we do is we'll uh, develop a, an exam proctor okay. in, in those markets so that someone in that market can run the exam and we don't have to travel there. And then it starts to you know take on a life of its own. So how many how many uh, prospects, how many, i say, ambassadors you have across the world as a right oh, now? I, I, I don't know off the, off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a couple of exam proctors in Europe. We have maybe three in Latin America right now. I guess China must be Europe, impressive. Europe, uh, sorry, in Asia right now we only have one, but we're okay. working on that. Asia is our sort of most recent market to, to develop. So, I mean, all these things are, are uh, continuing to develop right now. So, how, where do you see the future of, uh, of uh, service and, and restaurants with food? You know, because right now what we see is like a lot of restaurants going out of business, but more and more restaurants with brew tabs growing growing sure. a lot that's that's the idea because now there's, there's an experience there so how do you see the future of service and beer more professional going more professional right now well i mean so i think breweries are going to be more and more like restaurants okay. because a lot of breweries are serving beer at their own tap room uh, these days um, and there's already all, also so many breweries that it's kind of like restaurants. There's lots of restaurants in the world. Yeah. And there's lots of different levels of restaurants. There's different levels of breweries, different kinds of breweries that make different kinds of beer. So people choose things that uh, match up well with their tastes, that match up well with their interests, and, and, and they pursue those things. Um, in terms of uh, you know service, I think uh, consumers have become more and more knowledgeable uh, over the last, uh, well, 20 years uh, in particular, but certainly in the last 10, um, more and more knowledgeable about what good beer service consists of. They're able to identify uh, a, a beer clean glass or when a glass is not clean. Uh, they're familiar with some of the off flavors uh, in beer. Um, they know uh, what beers are supposed to look like um, and things like that. Um, they know old beer, you know, if it's uh, yeah, uh, know, skunky like, beer, if it's APA, oxidized, know. you know. So lots of things like that that I think consumers have gotten a lot smarter about. Uh, and, I mean, just, you know, the people in the industry are consumers too. And one thing you think about when there's 7,000 breweries, there's an average of 10 people working at every one of those breweries. That's 70,000 consumers walking around who know more about beer than the average guy. And they guy. drink a lot of beer. Also. Right. They're and always they drink, tasting and new they drink beer. a lot of beer. So you know, as a as a as a as a restaurant, you can't assume that everybody who walks in is just you know some some accountant who who you know drinks beer because it makes them feel good. Uh, people are drinking beer because they like the flavor of it, and they're actually studying the flavor of beer. They're into that flavor, and so when it's different, they they understand that, they get that, um, and they may not say anything. And that's, you know, used to be that was the most common thing. If I'd complain about a beer, the bar would say, well, nobody else complained. And it's like, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, but just because they're not complaining doesn't mean they're not leaving and not coming back. It's true. Right? Uh, people vote with their feet. 
Uh, I said uh, this morning, uh, did an off-flavor tasting, and I said um, uh, the Greeks believed that uh, taste was the most unreliable of the senses. Uh, you know, you can't put your finger on it. We can't hold a taste in front of us and talk about it. It's a difficult thing to to have a lot of trust in, and so people sometimes are reluctant to talk about something that they've tasted. But if they don't like the experience they've had, they're going to stop coming, right? And uh, I've got a presentation I used to do where I said, you know, what are the consequences of uh, not cleaning your lines properly? And I showed the picture of an empty bar. All the bar stool, you know, bar, bartenders standing there polishing glassware, <laughs> and there's nobody sitting in any of those chairs. And it's like, well, you know, that's what happens. People vote with their feet, and, and uh, they go they go somewhere else, and they don't know why the beer tastes better somewhere else, but it tastes better somewhere else. Last question. I was wondering if you if bars, after taking the Cicerone, um, the first level, I've seen a growth in their sales when the when the the people like that. Yeah, we haven't done any formal uh, studies on that. I'm sure you get a call. Or but two. but anecdotally, yeah, we hear hear from people uh, regularly. And uh, I remember we were at Great American Beer Festival uh, one year, and a guy came by, by the booth and he said, "Yeah, I put my whole staff through uh, Cicerone, and uh, our beer sales went up 30% wow. after we did that." So now it's like it paid for the course. Today. Yeah, right. Of course. So you know, obviously things are different for for every business and every situation. Uh, but you know that's part of, of the effect is by improving the quality of your beer service you make your servers more able to sell that product more enthusiastic about that product uh, less likely to shy away from a conversation with the customer about that product you know they're ready to engage they're ready to, to, to talk and uh, that helps uh, consumers uh, buy those products and, and, and buy more, more of them. It also uh, drives the customer, exp or, yeah, customer experience. You know, there's so many alternatives to going out for a beer these days or going out for a meal these days. Um, bars and restaurants are talking about providing the customer with an experience. Well, you know, that experience starts with the server that's standing at the table. And if that server doesn't know anything about the products that they're trying to sell, that experience is not going to be very interesting. And you can not sell nothing good. extra anyways. Well, yeah, exactly. So by having a, a knowledgeable staff, uh, you, you enable them to enhance that customer's experience. All right, well, thank you very much. All right, thank you.